welcome to Library Life, the podcast where we talk about all things library. And some things not. My name is Jenna. And my name is Shana. And this week we're talking about Escapist Reads. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be giving you some book recommendations. Since we know a lot of you are staying at home, as you all should be. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you some uh, good things to read. We've been wanting to do an episode that's more of like a, like a recommend... giant reading break kind yeah. of a thing. Mm-hmm. And just like some recommended reads and just kind of talk about books in general. Yeah. And for a, for a while now we've been thinking about this. And since everyone is staying at home or social distancing, whatever you call it, due to coronavirus, obviously, yeah. if you're listening to this when it first comes out, then we thought this is a perfect time to talk about some books that are, first of all, good reads. Yes. And second of all, are books that kind of have an escapist piece mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though you can't go anywhere, at least you can go go places in your imagination while you're reading. <laughs> wow, that should be on a poster. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think though sometimes we think escapist books, we think it's like going to different exotic locations yes (laughs) i think sometimes it's just like getting you out of your own head yeah sort of how i see it so there's a mix of like fantasy books and ya books there's a lot of fantasy books yeah i think fantasy is like a natural escape right yeah it's a totally different world right Mm -hmm. i I just thought it was the perfect time because i think when you talk about like the value of reading the kind of two things i always think of are extending your empathy and escaping from everyday life Mm -hmm. so there's like the two pieces to it and I read a lot of like literary adult fiction yeah real life real issues kind of books and I read a lot of genre fiction yeah (laughs) so we're kind of polar opposites on our Mm -hmm. and I think like now isn't really the time that I want to read like book of negroes or yeah (laughs) like you know something that I've been kind of had on the back burner and I'm like oh I want to get around to that I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to, like, not read that right now. Mm-hmm. So I figured lots of people are in the same boat as us. Yeah. So we thought we should talk about books that are not necessarily light. Some of them are light. Yeah, but some more, of them are. more just, like, they don't leave you feeling like having an existential crisis. Yes. <laughs> or with more anxiety than you might already have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to come at you. Wow, what is that? (laughs) We're going to come at you. We're coming at you through your headphones or speaker. So we're coming at you live from social isolation. Uh, Anyways, we're going to be giving you some book recommendations um, about stuff that we really love. Mm -hmm. Um, As we've said. A lot of, like, mine are more, like, I'm a big rereader, so these are a lot of the books that I reread mm-hmm. when I need some comfort. Um, we're also, for the last part of it, we're not going to be doing a reading break. Gasp, I know. Because <laughs> uh, the last half of the podcast will be, we'll talk about the books that we are currently reading mm-hmm. or the books that we're like excited to read yeah. during this self-isolation. Yeah, the whole episode is kind of like a big reading break yeah. type situation, so we thought we'll forgo it and just build it in mm-hmm. organically. Yes. But yeah. All right, let's start with our book recommendations. Yeah, you you, you come at us first, Shana. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my first one is, I have talked about this on the podcast, but I feel like we can't not talk about Anne Green Gables. Okay, I actually thought about putting that on my list, too. Um, I feel like by Anne Green Gables, by Lucy Maud Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, classic Canadian book. Mm-hmm. Very comforting, very wholesome. Yeah, it is very wholesome. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't know. And I also am in a book club for <laughs> the first book is just so pure. Lovely. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's so great. Like her, the humor is so good in it, mm-hmm. and she's so sincere. Yeah, and yeah, that that would be a good a good one to reread. I've I reread it recently, but that's, mm-hmm. that's a good option. All right, Janelle, what's your first recommendation? Okay, so I kind of went in a couple different directions, and I think awesome. a lot of my stuff is, like, YA stuff, because I think YA, when you get good YA, yes. not, like, angst YA, it is very, like, escapist. Oh, yes. I think it doesn't have the same pressures as at the adult genre to, mm-hmm. like, say something. Not that it, I'm not saying it doesn't say something, because they do. There's excellent YA books, mm-hmm. but I don't think it has the same pressure to be serious, like, like yeah. adult books sometimes do. Um, so anyways, I picked, I picked some YA, and I do think a good story transcends age. Agreed. But I will say that I don't always read a lot of YA, because it's, it's really hard to read some YA when you're not a teenager. Yes, or when you're not just, like, passed through teenagers. Yeah. yeah, when you start reading YA books, and you're like, I side with the parents, <laughs> you're like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> anyways, that, that being said, the first books I want to recommend are by an author named Morgan Matson. Mm-hmm. So she writes contemporary YA books, mm-hmm. and usually it's a romance, Yeah, and they're teenagers, and there's a bunch of different, she's written a bunch. Everything I've read by her has been really solid. Yeah, But too. the ones that I enjoyed the most are Amy and Roger's Epic Detour. So that one's about um, Amy and Roger going on a road trip in the summer. I think the whole premise is that she has to, her family's moving across the country or whatever, mm-hmm. The Amy's family. And Roger has to, is offered to drive her. He's, like, her neighbor or something. Okay. I think he's going to, like, university or college. He has some reason why he has to go across the country as well. So they decide to drive together. And Amy is afraid to drive because she has, like, some trauma Mm. about driving. So he drives and um, they go on, like, it's very, like, speech read. Oh, yeah. Because they go across the country and they fall in love and... You know, oh, yes. yeah. all, all that stuff. So, it, it's good. And I find, too, the YA where they're, like, older teenagers, I can handle that better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, same. If they're, like, either in their last year of high school or in, like, the summer between, like, high school and college, yeah. I can take that. It's really hard for me to take, like, a romance seriously if the characters are, like, 16. Because yeah. I'm like, you're a child. Like, yeah. this isn't going to last. <laughs> but with, um... With this one, that she does a really good job with, like, th- that being my general feeling towards mm-hmm. contemporary YA, and I actually really, really enjoyed these books. Yeah, same. Y- y- it just, you can see the scale there. So that was the one, I also want to say the other one I really enjoyed by her is Since You've Been yes, Gone. Yes, I love that one. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite one. So the premise of this book is that uh, there's a girl and her best friend is kind of like a wild child mm-hmm. and is always doing crazy stuff, and her best friend moves away. No, she disappears. Yeah. Doesn't she? I feel like she disappears. Yeah. I just, She doesn't know what happened to her. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, uh, is it Paper Towns? Oh, where she yeah. leaves? Mm-hmm. But, like, way better than Paper Towns. Way, way better. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, she goes away, and then her friend leaves her this list. I'm trying to remember the premise. Yeah, she gets mailed um, this list of, I can't remember, like, 12 or 14. Yeah. 
things for that they were going to do together in the summer. Uh-huh. So then she decides she's going to do them on her that own. That she's going to do them on her own because she's kind of the more reserved, like yeah, shy, shy friend. friend. So she, it's all about you know how she finds the courage and yeah, and she goes on some adventures. I think she like kind of comes to the point where she's like, I think it's just it's hand. I don't want to spoil it. It's handled really well, like yes. the idea of her friend going away and kind of like realizing that like your identity can't be caught up in other people. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's like romance in it. Yeah. Um, I gave it five stars on Goodreads, which I was kind of surprised, so I'm like, wow, past me must have really enjoyed that one. And it is quite, quite thick, so, um, so you can definitely sink into that one, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's really good. I'd definitely recommend those two. What do you have next on your list? Okay, so I mentioned before that I am a huge rereader. Um, so the one series that... I would recommend is the Mercy Thompson series by Patricia Briggs. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. Before. Yeah, we have. So it's um definitely it's an urban fantasy, uh, and the premise is the main character, whose name is Mercy. No, <laughs> I know, right? No kidding, shocker. Um, she is a coyote shifter. Um, which I know, I know. I see <laughs> Jenna's sorry. face. Her facial reaction was like, what? I'm like, oh, classic urban fantasy. <laughs> so classic. Uh, but basically, she grew up with a pack of werewolves, and her like, <laughs> I know. Okay, Jenna's, Jenna's whole reaction right now is like judgy and like. <laughs> it's fine. Keep talking about it. I know you love it. <laughs> I do love it. Uh, anyway, so she grew up with a pack of werewolves, and her like pseudo dad is like head of all of the, the werewolves. I know, your face right now is like, <laughs> So you pick up with Mercy, she's a mechanic, and, um... Sorry. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And you find out that she is technically the daughter of uh, Coyote, which is a Native American, like, shifter god. Okay. Uh, trickster god, basically. Okay. And she basically, each book deals with a different, um, like, supernatural mystery... And I think, like, there's, in this Mm -hmm. world, you have, like, the fae, and then you have werewolves, obviously. Yeah. And you have witches, and the whole, and everyone's kind of, like, it's at this time where, like, the werewolves have revealed themselves to the humans. Right. And, um, the fae are also revealed, although they live in what they, like, reservations, basically. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like this, and she can, like, straddle the multiple worlds because she's not a werewolf and but she also right is. she's kind of like the emissary yeah yeah yeah. so it's just kind of like how she goes on these adventures and um helps people out and becomes this protector of the tribe and there's romance in it because obviously obviously it's an urban fantasy <laughs> there's an urban, there's a really um a super attractive werewolf that she <laughs> how do you know he's super attractive you can't see <laughs> He's described very attractively. <laughs> okay, but anyways, I would definitely. There's tons of books in this series. Definitely Is she give it a go. With it? Uh, no, actually, she just released the newest one this year or last year. Yeah. So it's ongoing. So you can kind of really get lost in the series. Oh yeah, I think there's like twelve or thirteen books. I want to say. Yeah. And it it follows Mercy throughout all of them. So it's like if you enjoy those series where it's like follows the same character through through them all, then do recommend. Yeah, maybe. Do you have the first book? I think so. Okay, because maybe I should try those. I'm trying to be open-minded. <laughs> no, I legitimately am. I'm trying to be a little more open-minded towards... The, the books that I like to read? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, it's like, it's... Because I really do believe that, like, it's okay to read whatever you want. Like, yeah. there's no... Like, I don't like highbrow, lowbrow. Like, I don't... Book shaming. Yeah, like, I really believe in all that stuff. 
But I still, it's like for me, I'm like, I gotta put my money where my mouth is. Yes, gotta read some. So, um, anyways, what is the next recommendation, Jenna? Okay. So the next one I have on my list, actually, it's good to follow yours because it was a book you recommended. And it's kind of like urban fantasy, but it was set in, um, like, the Victorian mm-hmm. age. And it's Soulless oh, yeah. by Gail, is it Carragher? I think it's Carragher. Okay, so Soulless is part of the Parasol Protectorate series. It's the first one in the series. And I read them a while ago. And like I said, it's got the same vibes as urban fantasy. Yeah. But it's just said. But it's not urban. Exactly. Well, I guess, yeah, it's not urban. It is urban, but it's in Victorian. <laughs> so maybe it's more like steampunky. Yeah, I would but it's say not that. like, it doesn't got like the gears and stuff like that. No. So it's about Alexia Terabody, is the main character. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is that she doesn't have a soul, which is why it's called Soulless. And she gets attacked by a vampire, and there's all these different kind of caste systems where the yeah. different people have different little there's vampires and i think there's werewolves yes there's werewolves so it's kind of like a mystery as well because she gets attacked by this vampire mm-hmm. and then she accidentally kills the vampire so um there's an investigation and like the queen is kind of involved mm-hmm. and of course the person who comes to investigate um lord macken yeah. or oh, macon yes. or however you say it macken i don't like macon <laughs> macon <laughs> Lord Crouton <laughs> is, uh, I'm looking at the synopsis and they describe it as like, then the appalling Lord Macon, loud, messy, gorgeous, and werewolf, is sent by Queen Victoria to investigate. So, anyway, it's all about like how she gets involved in all this stuff yep. and she kind of gets to investigate. So, it's partially a mystery and now there's romance in it and there's supernatural things. It's It's good. And it's got the, it's got, very much got the urban fantasy vibe. You can kind of get lost in the series. There are a number of them. Don't listen to the audiobooks, though, because... Oh, you had a terrible experience with that, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I was so upset. I'm sure I've talked about, I think I talked about this on our audiobook episode. Mm -hmm. But I just really thought the narrator was so bad for these audiobooks. Like, it made the main character sound stupid Mm. when... She's not. She's not. So, yeah, I would recommend that one. I read it a long time ago, but you can there's there's a bunch in there. I gave it four stars on Goodreads at the time. So, hopefully past me was correct. <laughs> was correct. Yeah. All right. My next recommendation, um, The City of the Lost series by Kelly Armstrong. So, I... Did you talk about it near the beginning of the podcast? I think so. Because I'm, like, trying to remember that. Um, I love Kelly Armstrong. She's one of my favorite, like, Canadian authors, for yeah. sure. Uh, so, this series is set in... I want to say the Yukon... Is it the Yukon? I think it's the Yukon. Okay, I'm trying to remember because I remember we had this same conversation where you're like, is it the Yukon? It's, it? it's definitely in, like the northern Canada, like not Alaska. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Yukon. And oh. it's this, their premise is um, there's a city in the middle of nowhere and it's basically half of the people are um, people running from something. So they're like victims of a crime or they're like running from an abusive relationship. And the other half of people are running from the law. So the idea is, is that people running from the law pay like thousands and thousands of dollars for the, basically to escape going to prison or whatever. So they all live in this little, in this town and the main character, character's name is Casey and she goes there with her friend who is escaping from an abusive relationship and since she is a cop, she joins the like sheriff's department there and then I think the first one is someone gets murdered. 
So then, obviously, obviously, I mean, (laughs) you're out in the middle of nowhere. Of course, someone gets murdered. And it's basically how she learns about this town. And you like, she does not know who is there as a victim and who is there as like a criminal and right she forms a relationship with the sheriff and it's just like this, this whole giving, okay this is like not relevant but kind of relevant it's giving me very strong like longmire vibes yeah like I would you say know that. how like vic is like the, the deputy or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. the city cop who comes and she falls in love with the sheriff yeah, except there's no really... big like age gap between them i don't they're, like, they're... They have a big age gap longmire. there is <laughs> <laughs> i like longmire so you. much and i know it's a show that like my generation isn't supposed to be Hindu, but I really enjoy Longmire. It is very similar, and like the fact is, the sheriff is—he's the only person who's who grew up in the city, because you're only allowed to live in this town for like I think four years or something like that before you like you they give you the council gives you like a new identity, and then you kind oh, of like oh, it's like a holding. Like, yeah, so okay, I get it. it's very transient, and it's very like the like the law and order there is not. It's very much like it's Wild loose. West kind of okay. a thing. Choose so your like, adventure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the sheriff is the like. So at first she's like, "These laws are brutal," and like, "How can you like this?" And he's like, "Well, we have to, or else." But anyways, Kelly Armstrong is very good, and so is the series. If you're looking for a good like, um, it's like survivalist good, almost. It sounds like it has a really interesting world too. It does. It totally does. And then you have there's like other people that are living around there that like years ago broke off from the town so who are like even more remote and like uncivilized almost okay. than these guys are and it's just kind of you learn more about the sheriff and about like how he's the he's never experienced the world only the town huh and so it's interesting it's really good really well written i will say though that if um like strong language bothers you then maybe don't read these ones okay because like it's not like where I'm reading these books and I'm There's like, a lot of F bombs. There is, but it's like part of a character and Yeah. So it's not like, ugh, this story would be so much better without them. But yeah. if that it bothers you then Don't read it. Anyways, I've rambled long enough. What's your next one? That's okay. I feel like okay, so if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I have a really bad memory of those <laughs> books. She can't remember titles of books. <laughs> It's not that I remember how I feel about books and how books make me feel, mm-hmm. but then I have a hard time remembering the details, so it's okay that you're talking a lot, because I feel like I'm just like, uh, this was good, and this sort of thing happens. <laughs> so, the next book I want to talk about is Seraphina by Rachel Hart. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed this book. I read it, again, I read it a while ago. This is a fantasy. Uh, I thought fantasy was a good, good choices, because it is escapist in you know, the most essential way. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a completely different world to get lost in. So this book is about dragons, and they kind of can hide themselves in people. Yeah, it's kind of human. So the dragons are presented kind of as really smart, Mm -hmm. mathematical, like, scholars almost. Yeah. Which is interesting. The book is super original in terms of the world building, I hadn't ever seen dragons sort of presented in that way, where they go into humans, and she has, like, a tutor. Is he the tutor? Or someone who, like, kind of mentors her, mm-hmm. who's a dragon. Um, and the main character, Serafina, joins the court of the kingdom, because mm-hmm. she's a really gifted musician. Yeah. And right as she's joining up with the court, she's settling in, there's a murder, and the person's murdered and kind of, like, a, in a dragon, like, it looks Ooh. like a dragon murdered them. Yeah. Um, there's an investigation, and of course she gets to be involved in it, 
and there's like a captain of the guards and a prince and mm-hmm. uh, and she kind of has her own she's discovering things about herself it's it's just the world building is so good like I just remember that being really interested in like how they sort of built like the religion piece mm-hmm. and how they built the dragons in yeah it, they're just really good it's, there's the first one is Seraphina and the second one is what's the second one Shadow Scale maybe I think so. They're by Rachel Hartman. Yeah, Shadow Scale. And I gave it four stars on Goodreads, so. Mm-hmm. So you must have liked it. Yeah. I just remember thinking the world building was super mm-hmm. intricate. It really was. And just a really different fantasy, like a really clever fantasy. Because mm-hmm. you know how it's like, we kind of know the generic fantasy lands, right? Yeah. Like, we know what to expect. You know the it. tropes. Yeah, and the castle and like all mm-hmm. that stuff. And this was a little bit more refreshing, and since it, there was so much to the world, you could really get lost in that. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. But now I'm kind of like a little, there's a little bit of hesitation here <laughs> because I lent it to a friend. Oh, yes. And he didn't like it. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's not as good as I remember. Because you know how when you read books like yeah. a while ago and you're like, oh, that was so good. And then you read it you again like, and you're you like. You loved it so much. And then you go back to it and you're like, huh. <laughs> that was not great. <laughs> That's so, a little flat. <laughs> since I'm recommending some books I read a while ago because I wanted to recommend escapist things, I like all of my recommendations are with a grain of salt. <laughs> so you should, if you read them, you should let me know what you think. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that one. I think I should read that again, actually. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's an audiobook available. We have the physical book on our shelves. I know, so. but I want to listen to an audiobook. I love <laughs> audiobooks. So okay. All right, so my next recommendation, I'm going to put two things together because okay. they're in the same genre. Okay, go for it. Um, so one, the series that we have both read and loved is the Sebastian St. Sierra series oh, by yeah, C.S. So Harris. It's so good. Uh, I think the first book is, what, Angel's Fear, I want to say. Can you look this up? <laughs> you sound like me. No, I'm pretty sure it's, okay, I'll talk about it while I'm looking it up. Okay. Um, it follows this character named Sebastian St. Cyr, hence the title. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want to talk about book crushes? Oh, no. Because like, book boyfriend. Major ever. book crush. Off it him. is. <laughs> I was right. By the Angel's Fear. Uh, yeah, so it's set in 1811. Just after the Napoleonic Wars. Yes. Um, and it follows the character of Sebastian, who is the Viscount Devlin. Actually, it's Viscount. Viscount? I had someone correct me at work one time. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Because I was like, Viscount! And they're like, it's a Viscount. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, yes, anyways, Viscount Devlin. And he is this nobleman, and he was a soldier in the Napoleonic Wars. And basically, there is murder happens. Basically, murder happens. He gets accused of murder, <laughs> yes, and then murder. he has to solve the murder. While he's on the run. Obviously. <laughs> because he has to clear his name. Yes, and, you know, there's some... There's a good romance there element to these. There is a good these. romance, too. It's, like, it's really interesting, because there's a number of books in this series. I should actually finish it. I haven't read them all. Mm-hmm. And the love interest, the way they handle the love interest, I really liked it. Me, too. Me, too. And because there's... there's mul- this is maybe a bit of a spoiler. But, like, there's multiple love mm-hmm. interests, but it's just kind of, like, nice. Because they, they kind of get thrown together, and then they but then they build, like, the love yeah. grows after it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for I, sure. I kind of like that. And plus, the world is so rich because, like, C.S. Harris has a master's, I think, in history yeah. of that time period. So everything is, like, 
super accurate and like she'll always I would say if you're gonna read this book always read the author's note yeah because she will tell you like I know this event actually happened on this day but for the purpose of the story yeah I want I moved it to here and like this was an actual real character but not much known about his personality so I gave him this yeah stuff like that so if you really like that and do recommend yeah you can definitely get lost in the past in that book next series that I'm gonna recommend it's called Her Royal Spiness by <laughs> Reese Bowen. I know. The oh, series her. is um, Reese Bowen is the author, and the series is called Royal Spiness. Uh, basically, the main character, Georgie, who is actually Lady Victoria Georgiana, Charlotte Eugenie, and she is like a distant cousin um, to the King George V. And basically, she gets asked by the king to. Um, kind of spy for him so he, she kind of goes around to the different parties and like all these different things i liked this series i read it years ago so but it was very good i can say that <laughs> it was very good uh yeah there's obviously there's a little bit of a romance there but she basically just survives she she's penniless spy. yeah so then she survives hey. by going to all these like different parties and these like like goes on to these house parties i have all to say this, like there'll be like a royal that's not behaving badly and she gets sent in to like help clean up oh, the she's mess like a fixer kind of but not she doesn't kill people it's, it's more of a yeah. like a she's like an a Olivia social Pope fixer, fixer. Yes. yeah oh interesting i have to say i love a good masquerade ball yeah there's certain tropes i love yes so i mean if you're up for like a fun light romp through the <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds good. What did, what era did you say it was? Uh, da, 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 da. That's a good question. Uh, there other series like set in like the twenties. This is set in the thirties, nineteen thirty-two. Okay, that's what I thought. If you like that genre or that era, I should say, then who do you recommend the kind of like um, peerage English yes. stuff? Interesting. All right, what's your next recommendation? My next one's another fantasy book, and I. I think probably a lot of people have read this, but I really like it. I think you've read it too. Yep. Graceling by uh, Kristen Cashore. Oh yeah, I love that book. Yeah, it's really good. Actually, it kind of reminds me a bit of the Sarah J Moss books I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Because she is a killer, the main um, character, Casta. Mm-hmm. She is like trained to be like an assassin. And the whole thing is she's, so she's called a Graceling because she has... Uh, and you can tell because she has eyes that are different colors. Oh, yes. Yep. And I read this a long time ago, too, and I'm like, oh, I should read this again. It looks so good now that I'm remembering it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has to do fantasy things. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the premise is that she's an assassin. Yeah. And she also tries to do, like, good works. Yeah. So, kind of a classic assassin. If the main character is going to be an assassin, they have to have a heart of gold. Yes. <laughs> Uh, someone visits her court, who's mm-hmm. the guy she ends up falling in love with. Oh, yes. And um, it's just good. The world building is really good. Yeah, it is. And there's just really nice sprawling fantasy, like where they have to kind of travel through mm-hmm. through lands and, you know, yeah. that kind of fantasy, which is really good and really nice to get lost in. Yes, it is. So I definitely recommend that. And I also remember another book that was written by the same author, uh, Kristen Cashore. It's kind of in the same world. Mm-hmm. I believe it was called Fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just called Fire. And it's another really yes. good one. It kind of fits into the same world. Yeah. And I remember really enjoying that one as well. It's one of those series that doesn't follow the same character throughout it, and it's 
mm-hmm. but it's it's connected. Kind of like Tamara PRC. So what do you have okay. on your list? All right. So my next recommendation is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Actually, the whole series of Chronicles yeah, of Narnia. That's a good one. I think this is like the time where you return to the things that are your good old faithful. Yes. <laughs> um, and what better series to do that than The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Oh. Have you read it recently? Or are you just, like? I haven't read it recently. Um, but then, for those of you who are interested, that's not actually the first book in the series. That's the second one. Yeah. But I, I feel like the first one is very much a prequel. Yeah, you don't have to read the first one, but. The- if you want to. If you want to, you should. It's the magician's nephew. Uh, I feel like, I think, big series for kids. Was it? I don't know. I might be just saying I feel like, totally bullarty. Are bullardy. you pulling out of your butt? <laughs> I like, Maybe. I don't know. Say it confidently and I'll leave you. <laughs> Anyways. It's, it's a, a great series. Yeah. If you haven't read it, I do recommend. It's about uh, four siblings. It's set during World War Two. Mm-hmm. They get sent, they live in London, but they get sent into the country to live, I guess in this time, they, they sent all the kids out. Yeah. Of the city to protect them, basically. Um, and they end up in this mansion in the country. And yeah. they find a wardrobe. They find a wardrobe. They walk through it. They find a magical world. They... You don't know what this is about by now. Like, come on. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> but anyways, yes. Go read it. That's a good it's one. It's great. The All right, what's your that... last one, Jenna? Yeah, the last one I want to recommend is North... Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Hmm. I read that one recently. And I really... like. Okay, so I only, I only gave it three stars on Goodreads. <laughs> but, but... I did enjoy it a lot. And I think Neil Gaiman really shines in this kind of book. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure I've talked about Neil Gaiman on the podcast before. How I want to love him. But I just don't I always love his work. But this was really good. Um, because it's all these little short stories that are Norse myths. Mm-hmm. That he brings to life. And so you can kind of pick it up and put it down. Like you can read oh, the story. Nice. They sort of fit together. But like. It's definitely something you can pick up and come back to. Mm-hmm. And his kind of wit works perfectly. Like, the way he kind brings of kind of Thor and Loki to life is great. And I think especially it's a little tricky because he's kind of up against the war of Marvel. Yeah. And, but it works really... Like, I don't feel like he's competing with them or it's like a ripoff or anything. It feels like it's good. Like, it feels like he, mm-hmm. he did it with that context. It really works. So that's what I'd recommend. And you can get lost in that whole world. Yeah. I kind of hope he does one for, like, Egyptian mythology or something. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. But I don't know if he will. So, <laughs> you should read it. I listened to the audiobook, and it was great. Mm-hmm. All right. So, those are our recommendations mm-hmm. for you. Uh, now, I guess we can move on to the segment where we're going to talk about the books that we are currently reading or that we are excited to read during our self-isolation. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, are you reading a lot? Are you reading a lot? And I'm like, uh... <laughs> I am reading, but yeah. I don't know if I'm reading, like, crazy. I'm... I feel like I'm not reading any more than I normally would read. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching any more TV than I normally <laughs> do. Well, I will say I have listened to... How many audiobooks did I say? I, <laughs> I think you said, like, six or seven. I've listened to a lot of audiobooks since we've been in self-isolation mm-hmm. for two weeks yeah. now. And... I have probably listened to like four or five audiobooks nice. because I play Sims and yep. I listen to an audiobook every night. So some audiobooks I can get down in two days. Yeah. It's a shame, but it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So I am currently listening to the Flavia de Luce books. I've talked about them, I think, on the podcast because I've been going at them for a while now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, um, I feel like. I'll give them, like, three stars on Goodreads, but then I yeah. keep coming back for more. 
so long. I feel like I should be giving these higher ratings. They're like a solid book. Yeah, they're just solid. Like, I love the character of Flavia. She's this little girl, um, and she's got that kind of, like, I've talked about this before, but she's got that, like, Sherlock Holmesy sort of personality mm. where she's too smart for her own good. Yeah. But she also is really thoughtful. So in that way, it's not like Sherlock Holmes at all. Because mm-hmm. she'll, like, really, you can tell she really feels things, but she's doesn't always know how to express it properly. Right. And also because she's British and her father is very British. Mm-hmm. She, like, will say stuff like, I really wanted to hug, give him a hug right now, <laughs> but... Like, we both would have died from shame or something like that. Oh. And it sounds like, it doesn't sound good when I say it, but it's so heartwarming. And then yeah. the next paragraph, she'll be like, oh, and I was going to poison my sister's rouge so she'll get spots on her face. Like, <laughs> the personality is so great. I love it so much. The book I'm reading right now, she just got sent to finishing school. Oh. The one I'm reading right now is As Chimney Sweepers Come to Dust. They're by Alan Bradley. Audiobooks are great. And I just said to Jenna, I just got a notification from Libby that my my audiobook of the first book... The Sweetness at the Bottom of the Pie. Yeah, just came in for me. Yeah, so would definitely recommend those. Um, that's what I'm currently reading. And I'm mm-hmm. also reading A Court of Wings and Ruin, which is another Sarah J. Moss book. Yes. Which, by the way, I didn't want to recommend this in my official recommendations, but I would totally recommend any of her books if you want mm-hmm. some, like, fantasy mm-hmm. escapism stuff. Yep. Um... They're, they're really yeah. enjoyable. And then with a caveat to that, I would say, push past the first book. And the Throne of Glass series? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Even, I think, in the... And in this series as well. A Court of Throne and... What a is Thorn the and Roses. A Court of yeah. Throne and Roses. They're, like... They're good, good. But the other ones, I think, are much better. Way better. So, you know, persevere. <laughs> yeah. So that's my, my big ones. And then I have coming up, I just extended my hold for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Yeah had that on hold for a little bit so it's a total shift <laughs> um, but i am looking forward to listening to that one so that's mm-hmm. sort of on my coming up i would like to get to that one before the social distancing is over but yeah who knows okay well the book that i am currently reading is the chase by janet ivanovich and lee goldberg i think i've talked about the first one before it's basically a series it's i would have talked about it earlier but you know i'm talking about it now i kind of so. remember that yeah, so basically the main character is an FBI agent and her, like, not her life's mission, but her big mission is to catch um, this thief. Oh, is this, like, white collar? Yeah, kind of. Okay, we talked about this yeah, for sure. Yeah, his name is talking. Nicholas, Nicholas so, Fox, and... Nicholas Fox. He is this, like, master thief that... Of course. Basically, she ends up catching him, but instead of him going to jail, he get, he makes a deal that says that he will help the FBI and specifically her catch other like master criminals yeah. with the idea that he is getting immune, immunity essentially. Yeah, yeah. So it's like white collar. It is kind of similar to white collar. Yeah. So I'm reading the second book in the series, and yeah, it's definitely if you're looking for something that's just like fun and very like you know light light or if you like those like the big con kind of oh, I like those series and definitely oh yeah definitely these ones because there's always like they have this big scheme to catch the guy and they can never let on that she can never let on that she's working with him so like they have a bunch of these like hilarious scenes where he like robs something and then she shows up and she has to like pretend to like chase him through oh yeah to keep up this like appearance that of like perfect for this time I know so I mean they're great, and you know Jenna Ivanovich and Lee Goldberg, like, very they, well together. They yeah. they both separately have written 
tons of books. Yeah. But anyways, that's the one that I'm reading. There are uh, two, two or three that I'm like excited to get to. So next one that came in for me is The Proposal by Jasmine Guillory. Not to be confused with The Proposal with Sandra Bullock. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's definitely it's a contemporary romance. And the idea is this girl is she's dating this famous actor. They live in L.A. They're at a baseball game. And he proposes to her on, like, the Jumbotron. Oh, yeah. After, like, five months of dating. And she says no. Oh, awkward. So then, obviously, everyone, like, is out to get her. And she, because <laughs> they're, like. hilarious. And um, basically this sweet guy like helps her escape from the stadium and he turns out to be this like doctor in LA and they're like so they have this like little fling where she's like I know that you can't be anything serious because he's a doctor or whatever why does that matter he's a doctor I don't know (laughs) I haven't actually read this book yet this is just based on the summary okay and as they kind of like they go back and forth on these little dates and and then obviously it develops to something more and um yeah it looks really good and like the bonus thing is that like uh I think she's I want to say she's either Indian or African-American, and he's oh. um, Latino. So it's kind of, like, it's nice to read... Different perspectives. Different perspectives, and, like, diversity is important in books. Uh, the next one I want to read is... I've talked about this already. Um, Alone in the Wild by Kelly Armstrong, which is the next book in the... Oh, in the series city. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the series that I talk about. I've talked about this already. Yeah. They're great. Uh, the next one that I am excited to read is called The Girl Who Knew Too Much by Amanda Quick. Uh, so this is a mystery romance set in the 30s in California, and the main character is this journalist who is, but she's not, like, one of those, like, hard news journalists. Like, yeah. she's, it's kind of, like, maybe tabloidy, like, okay. you know, like, definitely, like, celebrity, but she's at this hotel, and she wants to talk to this actress to get, to figure out her big secret, and um, she discovers the actress at the bottom of the pool. Oh, dang. And it's kind of like, now she's on this, like, murder murder mystery solving thing. That sounds legit. Yes, that is what I am currently um, reading slash interested in doing. Yes, we've been, we've been well. Yes, we we're have. Not, we're, we're not, not sick. sick and right we're now. just living life at home. Yep, working from home for me. And I... I don't have to work. The libraries have closed where we are, which yep. is great. They closed two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing things at home and going out for walks. Yeah. Trying really hard to not go out and listen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we like, I mean, you might be listening to this way after this whole thing is, yeah. is over, but if you're listening to it when it first comes out, we hope all of you are staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Washing your hands. Yeah, I was going to say, wash your hands. Stay home if you can. You, like, you know you know what you know, to do. Yeah. Just be healthy and, and physically and mentally, too. Yes. I think that's a big thing, as people are having a really hard time with the isolation part of it. Yeah. We're really lucky that we live together, so yes, there's a so social there's piece there. Yeah. But, I mean, if you live alone, like, video call someone. There's so many different, like, yeah. software and things that you can use to get keep in touch with people. Like, mm-hmm. maybe plan with your friends. Like, okay, next, tomorrow night, let's you know, yeah. video call each other at seven and we'll I've been using Marco chat. Polo mm-hmm. with my friends. It's an app where you can send video messages. So yeah, lots of things to do. Send us an email. Yes. Which transitions very nicely yes. into the part where we tell you that you can send us an email at librarylifepod at gmail podcast. Oh my goodness, you think <laughs> I would know. Send us an email at librarylifepodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us, librarylifepod, Instagram 
do things on there at Library Life Pod. And that's that's it. But we'd love to hear from you. Yes. We're around a lot more these days. Yeah. So tell us how you are surviving. Yeah. Also, if you want to share some of your books that you think would be perfect as escapist reads, definitely do that. Tweet at us. Send a comment on Instagram. We'll retweet or do what we can do to promote them. So that'd be awesome. This concludes episode 24 of Blackberry Life. May the good books be long and the bad books be short. Until next time.